0: GARDY
1: Lou Welcome to Guardi Lou. This week we're talking about New Year's traditions and resolutions so I guess we get to make some, make and a, food make oh and food <laughs> get to make a few uh, resolutions that we probably won't keep for the year like everybody else does. <laughs> no. Have you ever had a resolution that you kept? No. Well, I don't think
0: so. Maybe in the last few years, because mine have been a lot broader, like try to be a kinder person or things like that, rather than a specific, I'm going to lose 20 pounds, because that never works.
1: Yeah, I'm going to cut myself some slack this year. (laughs) Something. um, I'm going to try to drink more water. Yeah, something that's... um, actually can happen yeah and that's not a definite win or fail last year I was mine was I was going to read more which I did but I didn't put a number on it or anything like I'm going to read 200 books this year or something like that yeah yeah that's what I mean about being a little bit yeah a little more more general yeah (laughs) kind to yourself yeah
0: yeah well uh I wanted to be more kind to other people because sometimes I get a little snarky
1: (laughs) some people will be shocked to hear that <laughs>
0: uh, yeah yeah some people would be they're, they're like the one she's to know the nicest
1: me. person in the world people say that about me too i'm like well if you could hear some of my thoughts <laughs> you might not nobody's like always oh, that nice you know no but so did were you nicer to other people
0: the ones I saw that I've been kind of still in this was pandemic it, mode. It's kind, of
1: it kind of easy to be nice when you don't see anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I've so, been kind to everyone that I talk to <laughs>
0: because yeah. I didn't talk to anybody. Except I did have a few f- fails in there.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I think we all do. Especially with all the stress of the pandemic and everything. Yeah. It's
0: still going on. I mean, other people are over it, but
1: I'm still in it. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretty much still in it well a little bit a little bit less so, but yeah, um, yeah, so I found a bunch of traditions from around the world that I thought were interesting, and I have a few um I got a few stories from some of our listeners, well that sounds good, yeah, and i got I got some like a list of uh I don't know where I put it, but it's somewhere of um superstitions I guess around New Year's Eve oh which a lot of them we've talked about in the past but I thought I'd just go over a few that I hadn't come across <laughs> yet so i got that I was thinking about that earlier
0: how we did this thing on superstitions and I was like well I don't I don't think I'm a superstitious person except for this and this and then Turns Today out I was you are thinking about New
1: Year's Eve superstitions. Well, yeah, I do have a few. <laughs> I've always kind of thought you were fairly superstitious because you have a lot of things weird little ones. Yeah, though. but then most of the New Year's Eve traditions really are just superstitions anyway, like for good luck or money or money or, or something. Yeah. yeah, a lot of money ones. People hope to get money in the New Year. <laughs> I guess we all hope we for all more money. We more money, especially most now with all the food prices going up. Oh, everything yeah it's amazing
0: and and it's doubled like some of the things since the last time I bought them they doubled in
1: price I know it's painful I'm just staring at the screen well because I do my <laughs> groceries online now with Walmart yeah but I you know for the pickup but I'm just some of the stuff I'm thinking we have to cut out so that's been kind of hard to tell the rest of the family well we can't really get that or I have to get the store brand or you know yeah any way to economize. <laughs> we pretty much always buy the store brand anyway. I know. If I'm shopping <laughs> at least because I'm always, you know, I'm a frugal shopper and all that.
0: Oh. I say all those things, oh, how to save money, and it's like, do that, been doing that, always did don't, that. Yeah, I love those, like, oh, don't man. buy
1: coffee every day at Starbucks, and I'm thinking, right. who's really doing that, yeah. that doesn't have money? We want We a coffee
0: to last us a whole month for the price they pay for one cup of coffee.
1: Right? <laughs> they always make it sound like, you can pay for everything else in your life if you just cut out this one cup of coffee a day. Yeah. So, kind of funny. But anyway, what do you have? Well... I was thinking I've been kind of slacking on my homework. (laughs) Yeah, this was kind of a, uh, uh, like for me, a print and dash.
0: It's a a busy time of year, and I was thinking I was going to have to say nothing. I got nothing, but I... (laughs) I just showed
1: up. Yeah, (laughs) that's all you get this time. Well,
0: actually, I I did have a couple of little stories, and then... um, I did a little cramming this morning because I wanted to learn a little bit more about Hop and John. And I think
1: I mentioned that. Yeah, because you make Hop and John every year. Every year. Well, at least for the last 10 years. 10 years, maybe? (laughs) I was going to say five, but it's probably. I don't know. It's been a long time. Um, Well, there was this kid that's like turning 19 that I knew, uh, you know, when she, before, I knew her mom before she was born. And I was just, because I always think, well, I've been in New Mexico about 10 years, but it's got to be. Like, way more than that now. I haven't even added it up, but I, I know I've been here over 19. <laughs> yeah. So, and I was thinking, like, how can that kid be 19 already? I know. Well, the we time expect is other
0: people's kids to stay.
1: I know. <laughs> it's so weird. Even my kids sometimes, I can't believe how big they are. I know. I look at them, and I'm like, who is this stranger? <laughs> this teenager just showed up She's on my almost doorstep. almost a woman looking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 time goes by so fast. So
1: Hop and John. Yeah. So I. I, What is is Hop and John? Um. It's. What's it made out of? It's traditionally
0: it's peas, pork, and rice. Okay. And it should be eaten. On the. The first thing it should be the first thing you eat after midnight.
1: Oh, so okay.
0: So, right there, we've me- I've messed up. Cause well, that's... it
1: explains why we haven't gotten rich yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't,
0: I, I hardly stay up to midnight anymore.
1: Yeah, and then. Well, I do, but not. You don't even probably enough. make it, start making it until after breakfast on January 1st, usually, right? Yeah. You're not eating it for breakfast. Or I make it that day and we yeah, eat it during... on New Year's Eve. Oh, we'll see. I guess that would be almost closer yeah
0: well because I, I was figured I, I could never remember when to eat it so I would eat it on New Year's Eve and then eat it the next day also
1: <laughs> well you better eat it for breakfast first thing you in the morning yeah it's
0: supposed to be the first and, or
1: at midnight if you can stay well, up they
0: say that you know some people have hop and john with champagne <laughs>
1: oh that sounds weird night,
0: uh, after midnight yeah, yeah
1: I, I don't even stay up till midnight anymore I don't think I've made it the last couple years yeah the kids just, i think are starting to want to stay up until midnight
0: yeah but that's a mistake don't let them i, I don't think i can make <laughs> be it miserable but i'd be day. like
1: in bed sleeping everyone's cheering or whatever
0: i think a lot of people do that they just have pretend it's new year's you know like midnight. at nine o'clock yeah so they can, <laughs> yeah so they can all the go one good bed. thing
1: about living here too is you know the ball drops in new york or whatever but it's two hours ahead of us so it's 10 o'clock here we're good (laughs) we can call it new year yeah yeah
0: so anyway i kind of it's traditionally served with um collard collard greens or some kind of a green to represent green money yeah and then cornbread represents gold and then the peas oh so you have it with
1: cornbread Yeah, that represents gold. Have we done that? I don't remember having cornbread with it either. Um, I don't remember. I guess really we probably need more of the green paper money. (laughs) There's not really (laughs) a lot of gold gold going around. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then the peas represent coins. And that's probably what we get, the coins. Uh, (laughs) I got lots of pennies. It's been a good year. (laughs) It's... It's... There are a lot of different, because um, I was wondering, how did it originate? Where did it come from? I know it's a southern thing, so, and they said that um, there was a, a man that sold the peas and the rice, and he was crippled, so he hopped, kind of.
1: Oh, so there's a real guy named John. Hop, yeah, John, they hopping. called him
0: and John. This is a theory, you know. Oh, yeah, sure. And then
1: they said, oh, it's because the kids
0: hop around the table when it comes to... Th- the food comes Our to the table. The kids tail. are
1: hopping around for peas and beans and rice. Yeah, <laughs> not I mean, there's my a, kids. There's a lot of different
0: different things, but one of the what makes more sense to me because we are a capitalist country, everything's about money. <laughs> that um, they were it, it originated in the low countries of South Carolina, and they had a hard time finding things that grow really good there. Huh. so they tried rice. And they rice, and plus a lot of the 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 slaves from Africa they had knowledge of growing rice because it was they could grow a it where they came Africa. from. Yeah. yeah, and also the the peas the um, yeah that makes sense. Which are you know the the called cow peas? They have a lot of different names for black eyed peas. Um, cow yeah. peas was one of the names, and
1: was it peas they fed to cows? Is that why they're
0: called well, it, cow? It peas? It says that they use first they started feeding it. To um, livestock, yeah, as a you know, food for the livestock. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Thanks for explaining that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then it was also a cheaper dish to serve to the slaves. Yeah, the that's slaves what I was eat.
1: thinking. Like they fed the slaves the same thing they fed fed their livestock. Yeah, but then so, everybody started eating
0: it, you know, because it was it was tasty. You know, they had the and. It the where the harvest is, it's something that they had more in abundance between around Christmas and yeah, and that New makes Year's. sense. So it became a
1: yeah, um, that's New what Year's. was available.
0: Yeah, and I don't know; they don't really know how it got tacked on to be a lucky dish to have then.
1: Yeah, right, because you know the slaves weren't getting rich by eating it, or well, they weren't getting they anything. might getting their It stayed alive. <laughs> they got their masters rich, maybe. Yeah, but
0: through it, research- researching that, I found out you know. It is, it's a very, there are a million recipes out there. It's hard to find the one that you really like. Yeah. You know, because now they put, you know, you can put garlic, celery, onion. Yeah, whatever um, flavors you like. All these different things in there, tomatoes. Uh, Some people use smoked turkey instead of pork. Yeah, that makes sense. Ham, bacon, whatever. But they said that, you know, and still a lot of people don't
1: like it because it can be very bland. Yeah, well, I'm sure it can cause some gas the next day, too. Well, yeah, yeah. But I
0: went on this one site, site called Serious Eats, and they were saying, well, you know, they used different kinds of, they didn't use black-eyed peas to start off with. Black-eyed peas became easier to grow. Oh, over It's time. A more of a hybrid, yeah. So in in... in it grew, you know. People in the north, when they started making this Hop and John, they kind of switched it over to the black Eyed peas because yeah, they're more that abundant. Makes sense. They can get them in the north. So, so it's like the white bread version, you No. Know? yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, same thing with the the rice. The rice has been, and with everything like tomatoes. I mean, you yeah, they don't taste like the, they used to. No, because they they pick them to where they're more resistant. Well, they grow them, they're more resistant
1: to bugs right. there. Because we're more about what it looks like than what yeah. it tastes like for some reason in our, in our country, I think.
0: Well, they pick them green and they spray them with something that makes them ripen and ter- well turn red. Right. So that when you get, they get to the grocery store, they're red, but they don't have any flavor. Right. And the same thing with that. And then the pork too, same thing. Pigs are, you know, they're, they're bred to to feed more people. They're bred to yeah, they're look like white meat. Yeah, they're not getting the exercise and fresh air yeah. and all the stuff they used to get. And, you know, we don't cook it with as much fat on it as they right, did Right, that's and, true, too. We've kind of <laughs> cut down on fat for sure. So anyway, in that Serious Eats, they said if you want to try the original, which does taste better, they said to look for a Sea Island red pea. Oh, Carolina Gold Rice, and Old Fashioned Smoky Bacon. Oh, interesting. And that's probably more what originally they used. What it would have tasted like. And they cook it together. They said a lot of this, the cooking now is, is separate. They say, you know, cook oh, your, that's weird. your beans well and yeah. then cook your rice separate. Because they don't cook the same. Yeah, but they yeah. did everything together. They started the beans in the pot, and then they would put the the meat in the pot and then they would put the
1: rice that makes sense but we don't want to wait that long probably so we're just throwing Throwing it it together yeah plus i doing (laughs) it separate faster i'll use canned beans when i
0: do it and there like i said there are so many different recipes out there and when i first started making it i um the recipe called for the flaked peppers hot peppers you know what are you hot pepper flakes yeah pepper flakes yeah and i hadn't really ever used them that much coming from back east i didn't yeah we were eating spicy food yeah yeah and it called for a quarter of a cup
1: oh that's (laughs) a lot of
0: pepper flakes oh my gosh it was the hottest thing i've ever had (laughs) i i couldn't
1: (laughs) that's all i remember so like every year when i think about it i think oh it's so spicy but it's not, it's it's not. just that one year it was. That's the one that's burned into my brain, literally. Adding extra be-
0: peas and, and, and I don't know what else I added in there just to reduce it, and it did not reduce. It was still hot, hot, hot. Did you have to throw a lot away? I ate it in very, very small amounts. <laughs> to like a <laughs> tablespoon at a time? Yeah, just so I'd get a little bit. So anyway, then I started thinking about, well, what is... You know what makes things lucky, and then there are a few foods that cross the the world that people consider lucky, and um, pork is one of them. And I think it's because a a pork will pork a pig will root around in things with its nose. If you ever see them, they poke their nose and push dirt around and look for things, but they're always moving forward, so it's it's for forward motion progress, you know, that we keep going, keep going forward. And then in grapes are lucky, especially in Spain and Mexico. And I'm not sure what, they didn't say exactly why they think they're lucky, but the tradition is to eat 12 grapes at midnight. Yeah. To represent 12 months of the year. I found that one. Yeah. Did it say
1: how they, why they think it's lucky? It just, I don't think so, but it said if you, um, you have to eat them at the stroke of midnight, and then you eat one grape for each strike of the bell. Yeah. Because it'll be 12. Oh, so you eat it as it's striking? And you, if you manage to eat all of the grapes, you'll have a prosperous year. So I guess you got to stuff them and chew them. And... Quick. Yeah, I don't know if they're <laughs> really big grapes. You or... or pop them all in your mouth at once. And, and then on I read them. in Peru that they take the grapes and eat them under the table while reciting the months of the year oh and if you drop any on the ground it's bad luck so that just wipes out the other grapes yeah <laughs> <to> do eat. <laughs> so i thought that was kind of funny that you have to be under the table not funny but fun i, I think i'd see it the kids would love yeah. it yeah yeah i'm like everybody under the table and eat the grapes <laughs>
0: i guess if you did it at 10 they'd still be i don't think i don't think they'd be Junie would be awake sam might be
1: yeah she would be too tired. Because she wants to go to bed as soon as it gets dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And then pomegranates. A lot of people eat pomegranates. In Greece, they would throw them on the floor until they burst open and it would flood. The seeds would flood out and it would represent life in abundance because oh. it's the pomegranate seeds represent fertility.
1: Oh, wow. There's a lot with fertility. So if you don't want to get pregnant watch out for some of these traditions (laughs) well i think i mean abundance is different than fertility but
0: yeah well i think they meant life in abundance yeah and back you know before good medicine came along yeah you would want to have a big family so someone's got to work that farm they got to work the farm and, and stuff and plus people died so quickly yeah yeah, you know, they had more accidents, they had d- diseases and things like that. That's true. And
1: I always found it weird though that you just replace the one you have with another one. But I guess if you're thinking of it more as the help for the family business or something. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't even know if they could replace.
1: Yeah, it's just it, it always seems odd to me when people are like, well, at least you have your like if your child dies, at least you have your other child or. Yeah. I mean, it's good that you have the other ones alive but it's yeah. not like you can replace the one you lost no, either you
0: can't they're all different then fish fish
1: symbolize abundance
0: but they and they also said that the because there's so many of the fish are abundant in the sea there's so many of them that's why it would represent abundance
1: know, abundance of course that's not the case now really <laughs> no it's it's changing yeah and this
0: the um the scales, even though you don't eat the scales, they would represent coinage. So they'd have a lot of scales on, so that would be your... So
1: you'd want to fish with a lot of scales. The mon- money would come in. I wonder hopefully. if they kept the scales or did something with them, kind of like some of the other traditions we've talked about in yeah. the last couple episodes.
0: They might have, but I didn't have that much time to do my homework. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not... A,
1: <laughs> no pressure. You got what you got. And then there's um, noodles
0: and rice. And hmm. they represent, you know, the rice represents fertility and wealth. And then the noodles, if you have long noodles, you try not to break them because that means you'd have long life.
1: Oh, okay. That makes sense. You know, so if yeah. you break it, then your life it's is like not your as lifeline long. on your hand or something. You want it to be long. And then there's cake. Woohoo, my favorite.
0: Uh, and it, you know, in like a ring cake or a round cake. It represents the full circle of luck coming oh, round,
1: like a bunt pan or a Jello mold. <laughs> yeah, but that's not really considered cake. No, I'm just I'm saying in the, the shape. I guess maybe that's why there's so many things made in that shape. And then if you were fortunate enough for
0: the cake server that they baked a coin in there, and you got the coin, you'd have extra luck.
1: Nice for the year. May have a broken yeah. tooth, but. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that that's that made, but then who knows when this started? Maybe they didn't have any good teeth, the teeth were already <laughs> rotted out. I don't know. So then you should have pork, grapes, pomegranates, fish, noodles, and rice, and cake
1: for New Year's. Huh. I think it's funny how you didn't have much time, so you just focused on food. <laughs>
0: that sounds about right. I know some. A little bit about food to start off with, so it helps. And it's your
1: favorite topic, (laughs) I think.
0: (laughs) And then I have one little story. I don't know. Um, My aunt had a New Year's Eve party one year. And my niece, and she was younger than, than I am, so I don't know. I don't know how old I was. I was probably 10 or 11, maybe. But they had teenage some teenage kids in there and they got a hold of one young lady got a hold of some alcohol and oh she she got drunk and and uh she got sick oh. <laughs> threw up but then my niece was just running in there and <gasps> coming back and oh she had pickles she ate pickles <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was telling giving you a blow play-by-play oh, play yeah came out <laughs> Ew. It was like
0: no stop, that's gross, don't tell me. Well, I thought that was funny.
1: But that's it. I wonder if that's good luck if you throw up the right food. Is it coin shaped? Oh. Carrots. No.
0: Pickles might have been, but she must have swallowed them whole for oh. her to know they were pickles. I don't know. I just thought it was funny.
1: Oh gosh. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people throw up on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah, I know. When I was people, like, yeah, my youngsters. early twenties, there we, I didn't, I don't remember throwing up, but you know, you always have that horrible, cheap champagne. I don't even know if you can call it champagne. The French would probably be in, like, a yeah, Champagne's
0: but, really not champagne if it doesn't come from champagne. Right. So. so,
1: but it it was so you know when you're 21 or yeah. whatever, the you're buying that really cheap stuff and it was so horrible and I. I just remember thinking why do people drink champagne on it's so disgusting until later I had actually some decent champagne yeah and I was then I realized oh it's not all doesn't all taste horrible
0: well <laughs> oh, when you're first start drinking you drink that I mean when I was <laughs> it was Boone's Farm Wine and Mad Dog 2020 or something and you know the cheapest vodka anything that was really cheap that's
1: what that's we what you get yeah nasty
0: yeah probably why i don't really
1: want to drink much today <laughs> well that's, we can only afford the cheap stuff now so
0: but that's it i only worked on food sorry everybody
1: but it's um, more food the- crammed <laughs> yeah
0: food 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 <laughs> So what do you got there?
1: I got some traditions from around the world I'll share with you guys, and we already talked about the 12 grapes. So in Puerto Rico, it's custom to throw a bucket bucket or a glass of water out the window at midnight, and that clears out the old year and drives away any evil spirits. Hmm. There's a lot of stuff about evil spirits on New Year's Eve. I'm not sure why, but you got to do these. A lot of... Places you got to do something so they don't come in or they get out or you know whatever but
0: maybe the evil spirits work in rotation and they only go <laughs>
1: work say what spot for a year <laughs> yeah they're like well we came out for Halloween now we're going to come out on New Year's and then we'll see you next year <laughs> um, the polar bear plunge um, this is oh, when people yeah. plunge into icy water on New Year's Day and people do it in the U.S., and it has a long history in Canada, the U.K., and the Netherlands. I, I've i heard about that one. I, I always think they must be
0: nuts. People do that even not even for a tradition. They just do yeah, it. Yeah, they,
1: they do it. There's something about getting in ice-cold water that's supposed to reset your nervous system in some way. Because I've read about people who have some mental health issues they're working with, on or whatever do stuff like that, too but i don't know how it works i need to look more into it but it's kind of interesting that helps huh yeah it's kind of resets your your body i guess Ugh. and i kind of think it makes sense in a way cuz i get um i get those ocular migraines once in a while and if i just if i catch it quickly enough i can feel it coming on i put like a bag of peas on my face or something and, cold yeah for a little while and it pretty much takes care of it which is weird i guess it- shocks
0: your your body oh don't go this way go that way it's like i don't know what it does but
1: (laughs) but it's like a nice fix um in brazil and i think i read this was something they do in mexico and another country but it's probably on a different paper um you have to wear colorful underwear so you wear red and yellow to bring love and money and gold brings wealth and white brings peace so oh. think about your underwear that day. Um and in Rio de Janeiro people wear all white to the to their celebrations. Oh, that's not a good idea. I mean not for our family. Won't be all white for long. No. <laughs> It'll be white with some something streaking down the front. No. So they
0: wear oh, that's a different place. I was gonna say they wear white outer clothes and bright, bright red, red, red underwear. underwear. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be something funny. we'd do.
1: Um, in Estonia, the traditional activity on New Year's Eve is eating. So you'd like this? Well, Locals eat every seven <laughs> meals throughout the night, and each one gives added strength for the new year. Seven meals? Yeah, they're probably small, but Just seven courses. Yeah. Hmm. We could try that one. <laughs> yeah, I was. I wish I'd looked up more about that. Like what they must. I bet they have a certain dishes or something that come out. And even in a certain order, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, In Colombia and other parts of South America, straw dolls dolls called old year dolls are burned at midnight as a way of leaving behind the bad from the previous year. And the Colombians also carry around an empty suitcase on New Year's Eve, hoping for more travel in the coming year. Hmm
0: tell jim that one so maybe it'll I feel help like him I, with his travel yeah i feel like i've
1: seen that one like in a movie or something where someone's just carrying around an empty suitcase and everyone else is confused i thought that
0: you were gonna say they they go around with an empty suitcase and people fill it for them oh <laughs> that would be kind of there. fun
1: too <laughs> like a halloween but with a suitcase Yeah, but for new year's you're like happy new year's put something delicious in my suitcase
0: Sorry about that. I have to move my microphone. A I little love bit.
1: how you do it all carefully. Like that's gonna make it quiet, but it's still loud. Even though we can't hear it right well, now. Well, yeah. Well, you told me I make t- I play with it too much, so I'm trying to keep <laughs> like, my hands. Stop off touching it. your microphone. <laughs> um, in Copenhagen, Denmark, it's a tradition to jump off a chair at the stroke of midnight. So everyone gets up on a chair and they jump off together. Oh. And it's a leap into the new year. Leaving behind, guess what? Evil spirits. Evil spirits, yeah. Well, so that sounds fun too. I'm
0: wondering. So, evil spirits are they the one that you know that cause little mishaps?
1: Is that what it like is? Like pukas? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Pukas. Take. I things. guess it depends on who you ask. Yeah, I guess it could be like Satan's minions or.
0: Hmm. We ought to do a one on that about the evil
1: spirits. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I was just imagining if we tried to do like a variety of these, like you're stuffing grapes in your mouth and you're jumping off a chair into like a pool time. of cold water.
0: <laughs> Choking to death while you freeze. <laughs> Burning
1: a doll in, in one hand. Um, oh, so Romanians have a tradition where they wait to see if the farm animals talk on New Year's Day. If they do, it's bad luck. So everyone is relieved when they don't speak. And that's is pretty. That
0: speak in English or, you know, human talk <laughs> I think or it's human animal
1: talk. talk? I think it's human talk.
0: Because if you wake up a chicken at midnight, it's going to make some noise. Not a well, lot, yeah. but it's going to be complaining. I
1: mean, I don't think Lila's gone more than three minutes without making some kind of noise. She's a dog. Knock on wood, she's not in here right now. She, no, she didn't follow not. me over. Um... At Japan's Buddhist temples, a bell will chime one hundred and eight times in a ceremony a ceremony called Joya no Kane, or it could be Hoya. Hoya no I don't know. <laughs> the tradition states that for each bell chime, one of the evils suffered from the previous year is absolved. <clears throat> Some people also wear a costume of the next year's zodiac animal. So it rings 108 times. Yeah. So they
0: think that they have 108 evil spirits hanging around them causing I don't think man. it's
1: evil spirits. I think it's something bad that happened to you over the past year. So like your coworker, you know, took credit for your work or something. Like all those things will be absolved. I guess so you feel better. That's the impression I get.
0: It's probably just so you don't think about it anymore.
1: <clears throat> it's the same of like when we were talking about last year podcast last episode where you'd set stuff on fire and then kind of let it go
0: yeah I think it's like that but 108 things that's just that's ringing that
1: bell that many times i'm like i'm glad i'm not in charge of the bell ringing because i would lose track yeah i would, it would be very like meditative and then i'd be like uh-oh i forgot to count <laughs> um, but then who would count
0: you, you could be off and nobody
1: would probably really I notice know. i guess you don't sleep through that too much either probably No. gotta be awake um, In the Philippines, round shapes are said to bring prosperity, so many people display bowls of round fruits on their table, and they eat round fu- foods at midnight and wear clothing with round shapes like polka dots. Hmm. So that's kind of fun, polka dots.
0: I'm so round shapes are good <clears throat> luck. It's like the ring cake.
1: Yeah, I think it's on, along those lines. I got to get a sip of something. My throat's getting dry. Okay. You know, I'm not used to talking this much because usually (laughs) I'm the one that talks the least in my family between the kids and gym. Oh, this one's fun. In Denmark, one tradition is to break plates and dishes on the doorstep of your friends. And... The bigger the pile of broken dishes, the better because it shows how many friends you have. It's like oh. a popularity
0: uh, mm.
1: sign. <laughs> I know. I'm like, who's cleaning up those dishes? That's my first thought. But breaking dishes is pretty cathartic, like smashing stuff. Yeah. I can see that being like a good way to relieve a little tension after all the holiday stress. Yeah. And letting go of the year. But on your, door, on your neighbor's doorstep... Hmm.
0: i know so they gotta walk around that you don't want to clean it up because you want everybody to know to show oh, off I've got that... lots of friends yeah then we'd be over so here like doorsteps always empty. nobody <laughs> would be here
1: breaking you know how sad on new year's eve in russia it's a tradition to write your new year wish on a piece of paper and then you burn it and dump the smoldering ashes into your glass of champagne and then you drink it down at midnight I was going to say, oh, yeah, that sounds, that's a good tradition until you talked about putting it in the champagne.
0: I don't know about that part.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I want to do that part either. All right. I got some stuff on black-eyed peas, but I think you've covered that, so I'm going to skip over it. And I'm going to save this for after. Let me go to this. I got some more traditions, but I think... whoops. I think I probably covered some of these, so let me look. Oh, okay, so we got what we do in the United States. We watch the ball drop. Yeah, so, yeah. which is,
0: they changed to the big
1: apple. <laughs> is it an apple now? I thought it was still a ball. Oh, uh, well, maybe it's It was an apple back? for a while. They may have changed it I back. like yeah. one year it didn't go down. It got stuck or something. Yeah, I think that happens. <laughs> Maybe it was t- 2020. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, so that started in 1907 um, to ring in 1908. That was the first time they did it. And they um, it was to draw attention to the Times' new headquarters. Oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that either. In Brazil, you head to the beach because it's summer there. It's kind of nice, if we ever go on vacation on New Year's Eve, maybe we should go to Brazil. <laughs> After midnight, you're supposed to jump seven waves while making seven wishes. Oh, little waves? Yeah, you're I paying do little waves, paying homage to Yamanja or Yamanha, the goddess of water. So before you get in the water, you're supposed to wear all white because that symbolizes purity, and then you jump seven waves. <laughs> That's kind of fun yeah oh I got something else here on the grapes let's see oh it's supposed to ward off evil while boosting your chances of a prosperous and lucky new year but it doesn't say anything else about it because you were wondering something else I forgot well, what, what it really you know it
0: symbols luck but
1: yeah why right. seven or twelve it might be because
0: or... it's round
1: yeah Those that round seems things. to go with some of the other traditions yeah I always like that part too, how we're all, we have all these different cultures, but a lot of our traditions are so similar. Very similar, they yeah. Would, like, sure. a, you know, they've developed, but we're, you know, humans almost share a brain, <laughs> like a yeah, bigger brain. because
0: they develop without any contact with other people yeah. and they still come to the same yeah, conclusions. Yeah, everything's
1: kind of connected in a way. Um, so in India, they make an effigy of an old man. And it symbolizes the old, and then they burn it at midnight. The per- The burning symbolizes the passing of grievances from the old year and makes space for a new year to be born. People sing, like, the oddling sign. I never say that right. They all acquaintances. Oddling sign? Yeah. That sounds right. Old, Aud- Like, A-U-L. Oddling sign. sign? Yeah, that sounds right. Um... And then they have a party,
0: oh, and we here in the u s they they have the baby, you know the you know being the
1: representing the new year, what baby, a baby, oh, just a baby, yeah, yeah, I know like um my kids, my oldest was in Girl Scouts, and they have a um tradition here, I don't know if it's everywhere, the first baby born in the new year. At the hospital, here gets like a gift basket.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they do that in other it's places cool. too. But
1: the Girl Scouts do it. Do oh, it they here. do it themselves. Yeah, they put it together and usually have uh, some Girl Scout cookies in there for oh, the parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this says that um, in Bombay, they have a lot of different faiths. And so, this is one of the few um, festivals or whatever that kind of unites everybody across the different faiths, which is cool. Um, In Japan, they eat the soba noodles, which I think you kind of talked about the noodles. Noodles being long. Um, <clears throat> the tradition dates back to the Kamakura period and is tied to a Buddhist temple giving out the noodles to the poor. Um, because the long, thin noodles are firm yet easy to bite, it is believed eating them symbolizes a little a literal break away from the old year. <clears throat> so that's kind of cool. Um, in France, you have feast with champagne. That's not really too shocking. <laughs> um, no. There's usually plenty of dancing and party hopping, and the food choices are usually sparkling wines paired with oysters, turkey, goose, or Cornish hen. That's so they
0: they go from party to party.
1: Yeah, party hopping. Yeah, it sounds like I don't know if they're still doing that with the you know, the, pandemic, the pandemic changed it. a lot of things. I've noticed just locally here in our little town, they a lot of those things haven't really come back. No. You know, they're it's like people are still are doing things and everything, but a lot of that stuff just kinda fell away. Yeah. Oh, well, people we starting new things. In Haiti they share soup jiao mao. Jiao mu not sure how to pronounce that so if you know let us know and i apologize (laughs) that's
0: what happens when we don't do our homework ahead we don't have time to look up the words (laughs) no really didn't
1: it's a tough time of year it really is so january 1st is the haitian independence day the pumpkin soup that's what the soup Jiao mao is Um, it was a delicacy that enslaved black people were not allowed to have so they often go to other people's house and bring some of their soup and swap some for their with the other people. So they must all have their own little r- recipe and then yeah. they swap it. So that's kind of cool.
0: I think I like that one.
1: I know, right?
0: Yeah. Pumpkin soup. I I've had pumpkin soup that tastes so good and I cannot get a recipe that I really like.
1: Yeah, or that tastes like that one you had. One that I was had, so yeah. good. Some people make it more savory and some make it more you know more cinnamony yeah. or something. Um, okay, I already talked about Denmark. In Canada, you go ice fishing. So um, families rent heated huts and cooking equipment so they can enjoy their feast with loved ones right on the spot, right where they're ice fishing they ice fish on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve? It doesn't really say, but I think it's probably maybe both. Maybe, maybe they both. just stay there. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people do. They <clears throat> stay out all night fishing. So in the Philippines, I think I touched on this, they have the round fruits and foods and stuff, and they, I think that's the one that were the polka dots, was it? I can't remember. Um They have to serve 12 round fruits, so apples, grapes, plums, that kind of thing, and that represents prosperity due to their shape, which mirrors coins. Each fruit represents one month out of the year, so I guess you want prosperity for every month. In Mexico, they give the gift of homemade tamales, which we talked about quite a bit last episode. Um, They're stuffed with meat, cheese, and veggies. I don't know if I've ever had any with veggies yeah they have all kinds we just we only get like the border type probably yeah. here and um americanized i'm sure like on the coast they might even have seafood and stuff in them oh i'm sure know. they do yeah.
0: i think it's just the 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 traditional part is the masa yeah and then whatever you in, put inside in the way they cook it but in the fillings because i've seen the them do like apple and you know yeah i've and, heard
1: of that too and that one sounded really good it does sound like it would be good I've heard people say it's, they don't like them though, but then people where we are tend to be very particular about how it's, things are made like pasole or tamale or, um, enchiladas. Like they have a very specific way to do it. Like some people make flat, some do rolled and, mm-hmm. and it has to be that way, even though to me it all tastes the same, <laughs> but they you know, for them, it's very important that you do it the right way well it's the way their mom or their yeah how they had, had it. Or somebody's made it yeah that's so
0: kind of i think that's cool and they all get together to do it so
1: yeah they make them together yeah. but they hand them out to loved ones on new year's eve and then on new year's day you eat them with menudo hmm. which i have heard people talk about the menudo too i have a one of our listeners talked about having that when i get to it um in Colombia, you place three potatoes under your bed. Wow! <laughs> so Hope they don't forget them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, maybe they use them next year for the rotten potato. Oh. No, just kidding. Yeah. Um, you were bad. You get rotten potatoes <laughs> it in here. Rotten stocking. potato. stacking, except I don't think that was in Colombia. But <laughs> no, no. Um, so each family member gets three potatoes: one peeled, one not, and one only partially peeled. At midnight, each person grabs for one with eyes closed, and depending on which potato they select, it'll depend. It'll tell them whether they get a year of good fortune, financial struggle, struggle, or a mix of both. So I guess peeled would be good fortune, not peeled is struggle, and half peeled, half not is a mix. Hmm, that's kind of could be fun but not so fun if you get the one that's not because yeah, it,
0: it you feel it bad make it happen that way too
1: oh yeah maybe like different family members have to put it under each other's bed and do that or you'd you know move them around <laughs> so you don't know what order they're in well it's cause like
0: anything you want to know you're going to have good luck but you don't really want to know you're going to have bad luck i mean that yeah. would make you have bad luck i think yeah because you just expect oh, why it or you'd it's notice all the bad luck
1: <laughs> like sometimes bad things happen and you don't really think about it too much and but if you're waiting for it you're going to notice it yeah um in ireland they have a tradition of banging bread against the wall so they get loaves of christmas <laughs> bread and they bang it against the walls and doors throughout their home. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Probably gets rid of some evil spirits.
0: It's christmas bread, so it's a week old bread
1: probably.
0: <laughs> it's probably yeah. Cuz if you're going to bang it, it must be pretty It's got to be dry,
1: yeah. You kind of like on the verge of becoming a uh, croutons. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's some traditions that are just sort of, like, you know, broad, I guess. Like, making noise is a big tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, Fireworks yeah. and banging on pots and pans and things like that. Ch- yeah, so like, in, Fi- in Thailand, I almost said Thailand In Thailand and the early American colonies, or New Mexico, still, they uh, shoot guns and pistols and stuff in the air to f- frighten off demons. Well... In Thailand, they do it to frighten off demons. In America, I guess they just do it because they like shooting guns. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, in China, they have firecrackers to stave off the forces of darkness, and then in Denmark, they have the plate throwing, which would be loud. Um, and then a lot of places have uh, bells, or they have the big clock towers that you know ring out, and that's how people cheer on that make on make more noise yeah we had
0: some of that i don't know if that was in the superstitions that
1: we talked about the loud noise yeah like supposed to get evil off evil the evil yeah. yeah get rid of it um which is kind of interesting because i have a friend that's um she just got a certificate in sound i can't remember what it's called but um they use sound and healing, like healing practices. Mm-hmm. So it's all got to be tied together. Uh, let's see. This is Lucky Foods. We talked about the grapes and the Black-Eyed pea, Hop and John Black-Eyed Peas. Um, in Scotland, they, um. this isn't food. I don't know why this is here, but they hold bonfire ceremonies where people parade while swinging giant fireballs on poles. That seems about right for the Scots somehow. <laughs> I bet that's kind of fun, but scary. Sounds dangerous, yeah. Um, any kind of ring-shaped food, like donuts, symbolizes coming full circle. Um, in Dutch homes, they have those fritters called Ole that they serve. The Irish have a uh, pastry called Bannocks. In India and Pakistan, they have the rice which makes sense for prosperity. Apples dipped in honey are um, something they have for Rosh Hashanah, and which is also kind of like a New Year celebration. I didn't realize that because it's like the ending of the year and the beginning of the New Year. Sounds um, like Juni's dish. It sounds really good, yeah. In Swiss homes, dollops of whipped cream symbolize the richness of the year to come. And they're dropped on the floor and allowed to remain there. Hmm, I wonder for how long. Oh.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's good luck when you step in it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Then they've got the drink, so we have, you know, the champagne, and then they have wassail, which is a punch-like drink um, named after the Gaelic term for good health. Um, They have a spiced hot pint which is the Scottish version of wassail. And the Scots traditionally drink to each other's prosperity and then also offered this the drink to neighbors, you know, with a small gift or whatever. And in Spain, they drink cava, a sparkling white wine, white wine and they use it for making toasts. And a lot of places have a gift, give a gift, which I thought was interesting coming off the Christmas season. <laughs> I'm like, more yeah. gifts? Oh, no. But... <laughs> Um, usually it's gilded nuts or coins, um, eggs, which is the symbol of fertility. Um, the early Egyptians traded earthenware flasks. And in Scotland, they give coal, shortbread, and silverware, which were supposed to bring good luck, so they exchange those things. Wow. I guess coal would That's... bring you heat and shortbread, sweets, and silverware. Maybe you wouldn't run out of food. Maybe. I don't know. I love shortbread, that was like mm, shortbread, shortbread. Yeah. Um, uh, so in a lot of places they think you should step into the new year with the right foot. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever the right the first foot. First foot, yeah, yeah. that goes through. Um the first person to cross the threshold into one's home called the first footer is an indication of the year to come. So I guess whatever your personality is like, I don't know, like whoever goes through, that's what you're going to get. Kind of interesting. Um, oh, so if the first footer is tall and dark, the year will be a good one. Huh? That's, that's a big thing in Scotland, I guess. Um, let's see. So they have, you know, the New Year's resolution kind of thing where you turn over a new leaf. Um, the Jews who observe Rosh Hashanah make time for personal introspection and prayer, and then they also visit graves. That's something they do for Rosh Hashanah. Christian churches hold watch night services, which is a custom that began in seventeen seventy at Old Saint George's Methodist Church in Philadelphia. I'm not really sure what that entails, but. I wonder if they stay up all night. And then the practice of making New Year's resolutions is said to have begun with the Babylonians as early as 2600 B.C., which is another way to reflect on your past and plan ahead for your future. Um, so that's been around a long time. Yeah. I would
0: think that was... In my mind was something relatively new.
1: Yeah, because like in our culture here in the US, it, it kind of, there's always this whole like you need to lose weight and buy exercise equipment because I always have that joke, you know, in six months or whatever, everybody's selling their exercise equipment. Yeah, that's the time to buy. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It's kind of, it kind of feels as if it's more of a consumerism thing, Yeah, you know, Um or, you know, to sell makeup or, so you know, I have to look good. It's about looking good or yeah. more than something on the inside. More than being good, yeah. Yeah. Although I don't really know what most people really have for their resolutions. It's just sort of what's portrayed in the media, I guess. Yeah. Well, it seems but... like it's uh,
0: it's about weight a lot. A lot of it's... Yeah.
1: Well, we do have, you know, that's something we obsess over here, it seems yeah. like.
0: Well... The majority of us are overweight.
1: Yeah, and that's country. probably part of it. We don't have the best healthy foods and that's lifestyles. That's the big part of yeah. it, the healthy,
0: not having healthy food. Just just talking about the, the, the rice and the beans and the hop and john. Yeah, how it's all been changed. To, a, yeah, to so that it can be mass
1: produced and they can make more money. It's easier for them to grow it. Yeah, and it's about saving money. And, you know, even the school lunches, when I was a kid, we had a lunch lady that cooked lunch. Yes. And now the kids really, it's kind of just these weird packages of things that heat up in a microwave. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, more or processed stuff. Yeah. Stuff, sugar. So don't really get a good start necessarily. And then we have a lot of food deserts where people can't really access a, an actual grocery store, you know? Yeah. Um, I got some little uh, proverbs and old sayings and stuff. Um, On New Year's Eve, kiss the person you hope to keep kissing. If New Year's Eve night wind blows south, it betokeneth warmth and growth. For abundance in the new year, fill your pockets and cupboards today. If the old year goes out like a lion, the new year will come in like a lamb. And begin the new year square with every man, which means pay your debts. And that's by, that was from Robert B. Thomas, the founder of the Old Farmer's Almanac. I thought that was kinda interesting,
0: yeah, I don't see too much about the old Farmer's Almanac anymore. It's still out there 'cause I see it, and
1: they were usually pretty good about predicting like the weather, weather and stuff. And stuff, yeah, so i got I got a little bit of uh stuff on superstitions that you might wanna try. Some of these we've already talked about um the if you if you're born on January 1st if you can make that happen <laughs> <laughs> no, you can make that happen but um you're supposed to have good luck forever so that's one good way to ensure prosperity oh. for your entire life um step only with your right foot if you step into the new year leading with your right foot you'll start it out well on the right foot like you yeah. know so the first step that you take after midnight, you need to
0: do it, do it with, with your, your right, right foot, foot first. Hmm. I don't think I'll remember that,
1: but I'll try. <laughs> so if you are a woman who is hoping to get engaged or married or find your the love, love, love of your life, yeah, yeah, you're supposed to look out your bedroom window as soon as you wake up on New Year's Day. And if you see a man walk by, you can expect a ring before the end of the year. Oh, if you see no one walk by or anyone else, I guess you gotta wait another year.
0: Yeah, if I looked out mine, I wouldn't see anybody. Uh, let's see.
1: Take seven laps around the house. Seven. That's supposed to give you good luck, I guess.
0: Uh, oh, I wonder where they
1: came up with seven. I guess seven days in a week, maybe so we just read that one about the wind from the, what was it, from the west did it say oh, I lost it this one says if the wind blows from the south in the wee early hours of New Year's Day, the next year will bring prosperity but it's coming. But if it's coming from the north um, get ready for a year of bad weather wind coming from the east brings famine and calamities not good mm-hmm. And wind coming from the west means the year will witness plentiful supplies of milk and fish, but also see the death of a very important person.
0: Huh? From the west?
1: Yeah. So you'll get lots of food, but someone's (laughs) gonna die. Got to pay the price for that, I guess. Um. So I'd be like, "Which way's east? Which is west?" I know. I'm like, I don't know. It's always kind of a mess. I don't know. (laughs) Like. You know, I don't believe any of these things work, really. Not really. I mean, because every year is going to have its good and bad. Yeah. Some years more of one than the other, but. Yeah. uh, That's life. Yeah. And it's kind of what you pay attention to. Just like even 2020 had, you know, it was bad, but there are some really good things that came out of it. Yes. For my family, at least. Um, Don't cry. Crying on January 1st is not good. It's supposed to set the tone for the next twelve months. Okay. So cry on January first, cry all year. Oh. <laughs> so I wonder if that means if you're like laughing a lot, or are you gonna have a f- humorous uh, year, <laughs> or like you know, that would just, be nice. Just crying. Um, uh, a Polish tradition suggests that waking up early on New Year's Day means you'll easily wake up early for the rest of the year. You won't need to have an alarm. Oh. I thought you were gonna yawn. <laughs> I did
0: yawn. I was oh. trying to suppress it. <laughs> I'm like
1: oh. I was like uh oh, I don't Ugh. think it's working. My jaw cracked. doing that too. Um, kissing someone at midnight. I think we've all heard that one. Uh, the midnight kiss. Um, if you kiss someone at midnight and you get goosebumps when the clock hits twelve, then you'll stay in love for the whole year.
0: Oh, then you got to do it again the next year.
1: Apparently, or you—that's it. You're, it's over. It's over at midnight. Better get it. some goosebumps too, or it doesn't count. <laughs> I think that kiss at midnight with the champagne and all that it really kind of uh, sets people up for disappointment. Probably. When I was young, anyway, it was like everybody would kiss at midnight, but then yeah, it doesn't really happen. I mean. You know, you're not always with someone you want someone
0: no. kissing you. Well, because everybody kisses everybody at midnight.
1: Yeah, here's a good one for us don't clean your house. Oh. According to Chinese lore, tidying up New Year's Day is thought to clean away the good luck you've stored up from the previous year. You're not supposed to sweep the house or even do your laundry. Okay, well, that's pretty much guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, I'll no do that one. Good, I'm set um in italy people throw furniture out the window oh that could be very uh, when the costly. clock strikes midnight and it's supposed to free up room for positive stuff to come in get rid of some furniture yeah, positive with vibes with come new. in yeah um don't loan your friends cash on new year's eve Because if you do, it'll serve as a preview for the rest of the year, which means you'll be giving people money all year long. Not getting it back, probably. Yeah. So they say wait until January 2nd to lend them some money. So if your friend says, can I borrow some money, say, on January 2nd, (laughs) I'll get back to you. (laughs) Um, A full wallet on New Year's Eve equals rolling in the dough next year.
0: Ooh. I could do that one, too. I could get a bunch of pennies and stuff my
1: wallet. <laughs> uh, you're supposed to pop the door open at midnight. In the Philippines, some open all the doors and windows in their homes to clear out the bad vibes and allow the good luck in. There's a lot of bad vibes building <laughs> building up over the year, I guess. Um, don't uh, Don't eat lobster and chicken. Uh, because chickens have wings, your luck would f- could fly away, and lobsters walk backwards, so eating them might hold you back. Okay, so this is on New Year's Day. Day. Okay. Well, um, chicken.
0: Forget about the lobster. I we'll want to eat lobster anyway. But...
1: Yeah. The other two here I got left here are eating cake, which we already talked about, and wearing red underwear. <laughs> so you can fall in love. All that love that's supposed to happen on New Year's Day, or Eve, everyone's supposed to fall in love. The kids were talking about the mistletoe, because Junie's like, did you know that people would hang mistletoe and then kiss under it? And she was like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) No. I don't blame her. They're looking around like, I don't want to be kissing these fools. So I have a couple little stories. They're not long. And there's only one, two, three, five of them that some of our listeners wrote in. Um, So Kathleen said she was at the Disneyland Bicentennial and um, had just found out that she was pregnant with her daughter. Oh, on New Year's Eve? Yeah. So her daughter's my age now. Oh. (laughs) Um, but she was exciting cause they had the fireworks and she felt like it was celebrating that she was going to have a baby. Yeah. That was kind of cool. That's a nice story. She probably thinks about that every time. Yeah. And then she said they usually stay home or have friends over. Um, they have pasoli for dinner and she was very adamant that they don't have any alcohol. <laughs> so I don't know what happened there, but I can imagine like how many accidents happen on New Year's Eve and things like that where people are drinking.
0: You have friends over. Yeah. You know, they're going to be driving home.
1: Yeah, all that. There's a lot of drinking on. on, I know I don't want to go anywhere on New Year's Eve, really. (laughs) Like, after
0: a certain time. Any holiday, I really don't want to be on the roads because there is a big drinking community
1: everywhere, I I guess. The laws here were really slow to catch up to other places, too, where... When I first moved here, they had drive-through liquor stores. Yeah. You know, you just drive this little shack and get your liquor and go. And I think it was okay to have an open, you know, open alcoholic beverages in your car while you're driving and all that. But it's changed since then, so.
0: I know when I first came here, I had to take a liquor class to work in the grocery store. And they, I can't remember exactly, I think it was one out of ten people
1: we drunk Which on the road, intoxicated that's, driving.
0: That's scary. It was such a such a huge amount n- number. Yet, yeah. yeah, thank God, me. it's
1: we have a lot of space here. It's probably the only thing that saved us. But you do see a lot of those memorials on the side of the road. So I wonder sometimes if those were alcohol related. Yeah, you know, people hitting somebody or hitting a tree or something. Something, yeah, yeah. Um, Krista wrote. Um, my mom has never been known for getting dinner on the table at dinner time. That's in quotes at dinner time. Yeah. <laughs> this is especially true on the holidays. Every New Year's my mom would make black eyed peas for luck. They would take forever and we would always fall asleep before they were finished. We would get woken up at odd hours of the night and have one black eyed pea shoved in our mouths every New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess they, she must have really believed in the eating. That's the first thing you eat. Yeah. One pee. I thought that was so funny. Um, Sue wrote that her friend has a tradition she calls dreamer vision boards. You make a poster of things cut out from magazines you dream of happening in the new year. She frequ- frequently did it with her grandkids. We joined in one year and having those posters around seemed to make things happen yeah my daughter did get that white puppy. <laughs> we did that one year. We did those vision boards.
0: was it on New year's? Either? I don't know if
1: it was New Year's, but I was thinking it might be something fun to do this year.
0: I had mine was hanging up in my room until just recently. yeah, I had it up there a long time.
1: I always do mine with like a certain thing in mind, like you know my art business or something, but I was thinking it would be might be nice this year to just do one just for my life yeah. overall like not you know like more laughter more um presence like more not presence but like i don't know i don't know if they can tell the difference between presence and presence but like being, being in the present. moment yeah yeah things like that might be kind of that's what i had on mine i had a lot of
0: on laughter and being organized and growing in the garden and things
1: like that yeah but and i it would be kind of fun if we, if you did it every year at the end, you could look at it and see like, did I make these things happen or not? Yeah. But I don't always think about that part either. Once I make it, it kind of just disappears. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did not that, too good. Done that. Plus I was thinking Junie would just have a board of cats. Yeah, yeah. Waiting for more kittens to arrive. Yeah. And I'd feel like I had to make that happen for her.
0: Well, it's going to happen. You might as well just I
1: know. My friend just told me that her neighbor's cat had a bunch of kittens and they stopped feeding them and the cats all went to her house cuz she's got a cat. Yeah. You know, she has a little like um like a I don't know if it's not really a barn cuz it's too small, but like an outhouse. Not a outhouse. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, to call it's it, a but small shed. Yeah, and um that has a cat door and so she went in there and then there was just like all these cats in there. <laughs> <laughs> are they all kittens she's she said they're like different there's two litters so there's one that's like a i would say like teenager or a little oh. bit older and then the <laughs> other ones are baby like the little kittens yeah and um but they're kind of wild so she said she just got like a big thing of cat food and split it open so it was like a all-you-can-eat cat food buffet <laughs> and then stuck some because it you know, this was right before we were about to drop the temperatures dropped. We've had snow. Like mm-hmm. she felt really bad for him, but I think now she's gonna be feed stuck them once, with him once they're there. Yeah. Well, they they came and got the other cats, her cats' yeah. food already. So um, I feel kind of bad for her, but I was like, don't ask about the kittens. But then I did, like, well, how old are they? Like, <laughs> uh, um, okay. Meredith writes. I'm allergic to nostalgia all year long, but New Year's Eve is my favorite day of the year because of the perfect mix of looking back and looking forward, so I lean in. I like to put Christmas stuff away before New Year's Eve because I feel like it's a holiday that can and should stand alone. We don't go out much these days, but I always dress up, even if we're staying at home, and always in my great grandmother's first stole, even if it's over my nicest pajamas. <laughs> I start a puzzle in the morning and try to finish it before midnight. 1,000 piece is the best challenge and usually doable if my kids and husband help. We listen to jazz and big band music, and I brush off my piano skills and play all. 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 (laughs) Yeah, I cannot say that one. If I don't read it, I could say it, but as soon as I look at the word, I can't do it. The words. She plays it at least once. I always stay up for a kiss at midnight, even if I have to wake up my husband. And then I text sappy love notes to all my people in other states. The following day is for black-eyed peas, collard greens, and cornbread. So all in all, nothing special, but it always feels special to me. I thought that was pretty special. <laughs> yeah. <I think laughs> and then she nice. also shared with me that her um, her grandparents' anniversary was New Year's Eve. So I think it's like a big uh, rem- for her to remember them and keep their memory alive yeah. and all that so it's kind of it's kind of nice i thought and um, i love the puzzle idea i was thinking i might try that this year
0: she wore her her grandmother's first stole yeah yeah
1: so it's kind of neat yeah, I think even if nice. it's over her pajamas yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um and the last one is from judy she said that her cousin's tradition from their mom and dad is lobster with lobster races And they still do it to this day. And they love spending New Year's with them because it's fun and yummy. So they have a lobster race and then they (laughs) race to the pot. Yeah. (laughs) Then they take the hot dive instead of the polar bear plunge. They're in the The hot water. water. Yeah. Lobster
0: sounds good. I haven't had lobster in 20 years, probably since I've been out
1: here. I know. I'm not sure I'd feel comfortable buying it here because I don't know how fresh it would be. I don't even know if you can buy it here. Yeah, because you can't, I don't know. It's not like you get it frozen.
0: They say they ship fish and stuff up from the Gulf Coast. You can get things fairly fresh, but.
1: Yeah, I just kind of. Lobster is like. Seafood's definitely not something I eat a ton of here. When I go to the coast, I try to eat it when I'm there. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. So that's all I have. It's going to be a shorter episode, which is good for new year's yeah what <laughs> you saying your mouth's moving but no words are coming out
0: <laughs> i don't know i was just thinking is it
1: really how well, short it's been is an, it it's an hour and 10 minutes at oh, this that point is shorter. So. yeah yeah well it's good people anyway, are busy they don't have time for all, all this say, yay <laughs> silly stuff that we're <laughs> dumping on them or guardy yeah well they got a few days
0: to go before New Year's so Yeah. They can this is think the, about this. This is the end some. of our
1: first season, so we've finished our first season next year when we come back we'll yeah, be this season is our two. last one, yeah. Yeah. So do you have any um do you have any goals for the podcast for the next year? For for us for the podcast? Yeah, just specifically for the podcast. Well two
0: do my homework (laughs) (laughs) um though it's it's just this last few weeks have been a little hard for me because of all the you know the holidays and and yeah it's i'm slacking off
1: yeah i gotta crap crack the whip yeah (laughs) get to work
0: yeah but it's you know i think um i just i would like to do topics that people would like
1: more maybe i was thinking about that too like um because our tagline is stuff you wish you never knew. So I'm thinking like next year, it might be good to really try to focus on more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because, um, you know, this episode, I don't think had anything that people would kind of wish they didn't, <laughs>
0: didn't learn about, but oh, well, maybe um, about the pickles and the vomit. They might not have
1: liked to hear about <laughs> yeah, that. That would <laughs> be the one thing. So, but yeah, I kind of, um, and I think, too, like, I'd like to do a uh, little bit deeper dives into stuff, which I guess goes along with your getting prepared more.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I I, I probably should get away from everything being about food, though.
1: Yeah. I'm really just a done with, like, food and holidays at this yeah. point. I'm ready for some other topics. Yeah. I like to do,
0: I have, I was going through my book here and I have one about insects, which I thought was kind of interesting because I've got, you know, some of them around here, especially there's things that are, they really look weird. Yeah. Like what is that one that just looks like a monster? (laughs) A vinegaroon. Yeah. The
1: vinegaroon.
0: And then there's, there's a two of them that I came out. I'd never seen anything like them before. Yeah. I can't remember what the other one was.
1: The vinegar rune for me was like it looks like an alien. It does. And I and I it scared the crap out of me. But then I guess they're not really that mean or anything. No, no. So but they got those they look like little lobsters stuck on a something else. I don't know. With a long tail a scorpion skinny, body, yeah, like just, I don't know. They're weird. They are weird. But but anyway <laughs> We digress. <laughs> I hope everybody has a happy new year. Safe.
0: And safe be safe. Happy yeah, yeah. safe. You know, don't don't drive while you're intoxicated. Yeah. That's a really scary thing. Don't
1: eat anything that gives you bad luck.
0: Yeah. Try to do the <laughs> lucky
1: ones. <laughs> anyway, happy new year. Oh, yeah, and, and um by the way, I'm Lillian. Oh, I'm <laughs> Joyce. Joyce. I'm sorry I forgot yeah. to say that before I know, Me too. If you um if you like this podcast, please help us out by Rating, reviewing, or subscribing on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. We're on Apple's, uh, well, it's not iTunes anymore, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I think we're on every other option I could sign this up for. So um, that would be super helpful. And also email us if you've got any topics you're interested in learning more about. Yeah. You can email us at gardilu_pod at gmail.com.
0: Yeah.
1: You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. I'm working on getting a TikTok so I can get Joyce making some videos. Uh, you are. <laughs> you can find us on Gardi- at Gardi Lou <laughs> or Gardi Lou Pod on any of those platforms. Just even just put it in the hashtag Gardi Lou. You'll find our account.
0: Yeah. And we're well, we're getting better. We're getting better. I think. Yeah. At least like we got our sound coming in better.
1: Yeah, we're we're making so improvements this, so we're this, learning. This new year will
0: will be a little yeah, bit better.
1: I'm excited about it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All okay. right. Well, well, happy new year. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. Got blue.